Have I been on mute this whole time? Yeah, it's been fun to watch. I, I, oh, I just think gosh. let's make some bloopers. I thought that's what <laughs> you were doing, man. That oh, cool no bloopers. It. Oh, my goodness. Gracious, gracious. All I right. Never sounded better. It's, I never. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there that's a good one. That that's gonna make that's gonna make the make fun of Jason real. Awesome. Welcome back. I press record. We're live streaming. We're good to go. No technology issues. I don't have a wooden desk, but uh I'm glad I'm glad that things are going well, except for my mismanagement of the mute button. Um, welcome to the 2152 podcast uh live stream, uh YouTube channel, all in one, your uh go-to source for crowdsource professional development. Um I am super excited. This is episode 11, uh, concluding our uh, work by turning in the trades uh, series. And we're going to have with us today, Greg Terry and Israel Cortez from Ace Electric, uh, two of my good buddies um, and, and and one of the most robust partners that I have in my program. So um, if you guys will take just a second or two, introduce yourself uh, and then we'll get started. All right. I'm uh, Greg Terry. I'm the training manager for Ace Electric. Um, my former background is in education. I was a CTE teacher or CTAE teacher, as they call it in Georgia, right? Um, Correct. For, I spent most of my career in Lowndes County. I started off several years ago in Coffee County. Uh, I taught engineering and technology. Just finished up my career in 2021 um, and got a job with Ace as their training manager. And I'm loving every second of it, get to connect my past world with my future world. Awesome. Israel? Well, hello. Israel Cortez with Ace Electric. I'm the uh, recruitment manager. Uh, very similar. Uh, I've came out of the educational arena. I started public school, uh, working for a school district. Then uh, through the years, a couple of promotions came in and uh, left the Georgia Department of Education. I was the uh, state uh, program manager for the Title I Part C that dealt in uh, educating the migrant children of phone workers and joined Ace Electric uh, three years ago and as a recruiting manager. Thank you. Oh, yeah, awesome. Awesome. All right, Mike, what you got? Let's get started on this bad boy. I'm not sure, to be honest with you, if this is even going live on LinkedIn. Um, are you able to check that out? Uh, well, uh, let me. It is being recorded yeah, I mean, and it's going yeah, to be live. I'm, I'm... I'm seeing it on live. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe I had to press a button. All right. Well, let, let's get right into this. Now, here's my thing. I don't know you guys too well, but I know you by your reputations and your reputation is amazing. Um, and it, the, honestly, the biggest question I have is, is the why behind why do you invest in high school students? Um, I know that you guys are big supporters when it comes to your industry and supporting your local high schools, but not every student comes to you. And so why do you guys put so much into um, supporting students, developing students, even if you're not going to be able to retain um, every single one of them? Um, well, I'll start with the answer to that. Um, first of all, it goes to, um, I think both of us have the education background been dealing with kids and um, just have a passion for making sure that kids have uh, be able to take the education that they've had and the investment that we put in them for the past 12, 14 years, whatever it is, and from pre-K on and actually have somewhere for them to take that education and continue it. Uh, but I think it 
it goes back even before that. I think Israel will agree with me. It goes to our ownership. And our ownership has that vision. They want to not just invest just in um, the, our own company, but they know that it's going to grow it, uh, you know, the trade itself uh, tremendously. So whether we keep a few kids or one kid or several kids, we want to invest and make the trade better. And, and overall, it's going to make our community better, you know. So, Israel, what do you think? Absolutely. I think that's one of the reasons that I joined Ace Electric. It was because their vision of, in, you know, investing in, you know, students and the different communities, not just in Georgia, but throughout, you know, the, the, the districts or the states where we have jobs at. But for me, you know, one of the things that I realized is that I spent 32 years in the educational arena working with, you know, underserved, you know, high-risk students you know, from second language learners to migrant children to, you know, kids that were neglect or juveniles that were, you know, encountering issues in local high school mainstream. So with me being now here, you know, this is a great opportunity for those kids that, you know, for, you know, for them to see college or university or even a technical college is not an option or it's not something that they even can consider them being able to to do so us being here and providing, you know, this population that, you know, might not have that opportunity, a chance for a, you know, a career, you know, in the electrical field or in any trade. So I think that's to me is one of those things that uh, I see the value of it. So real quick um, for our next question, uh, you mentioned in, in all your work sites, now y'all work across the country, but you also have different locations. Real quick, tell everybody where your locations are, because there may be somebody listening who's in North Carolina and yep. say, hey, I want to partner with Ace. Maybe, so so maybe, give a quick plug. they need a job, right? Or Yeah, absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah. So that's that's Israel's. That's right in his wheelhouse on recruiting, right? But we have, um, uh, first of all, our home base is in Valdosta, right? And then we have a Valdosta division. And then we also have an engineering and fabrication facility uh, in Valdosta. <clears throat> then we go over to Statesboro, Georgia, near Savannah. But we have an um, office in Macon, Atlanta, North Carolina, uh, Solder City is uh, right, Israel. That's still Solder City, or yeah, uh, they just moved offices. I think it's still considered in Solder City. And then we have Jackson, Tennessee, and our most recent one is in, in Ohio. So that's our so total of eight different divisions. Uh, close to we're, we're right around a thousand employees as of today, expect to be around 1100 by the end of 2024. That's awesome. And and Greg, Israel, I think you have an email in your inbox from me about a student who wants to work for yeah. you, uh, yeah, who is, yeah, yeah. So again, so he's going to a college, Georgia Southern in Statesboro, and he wants to work with them. So for everybody listening, he he said, I want to, I want to work with ACE. Um, so again, this partnership is so developed that I receive more cold calls than I make about it now. Kids want to be a part of this. So he can't say, I want to work with them next semester. I'm going to, to Georgia Southern. And I say, hey, they have a place over there. So anyway, right. pretty cool how that works. Um, it's not just in Valdosta. We've branched that that partnership out um, all across uh, the Southeast and every place they have. Um, even on the technical colleges, we've done some pretty cool stuff there. So, all right, Mike, go ahead. Anything else? No, I was just, as they were talking, I was thinking, okay, I got to work with the ownership, make sure that all owners are on board. And I think mm -hmm. that what they said is super important because- I've established really good relationships with certain people within the industry. And as 
as, and Jason always makes fun of how I say industry, by the way. It's, it's industry, but, not industry. Industry. But um, industry. <laughs> I just think, I think you guys really hit it. What happens is people move on, they get new jobs or they get new positions, they get promoted. And if the next person doesn't have that same passion that maybe Greg or Israel has, it becomes mm-hmm. difficult. And yeah. if the owner from the top down is on board and supporting this, I can definitely see why you guys have such a sustainable and successful relationship. So I just think that you guys are just fantastic examples to, to us, you know, across the nation and, and others as well. So thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. And I'll follow up on that as well as, you know, I was not here when our, what we call our ant program was originally established. It was established while I was still in the classroom. And I got to hear about it. Matter of fact, from Jason, um, when I first went up to the high school, he was doing a presentation on it for our CTE students on how successful it was. So when I took over uh, that this position, you know, it wasn't a choice whether I wanted to do it or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was we're going to do this, and we and we've had some struggles where you know because uh, in some of our divisions, you know, being a little bit hesitant about how we can use, but we don't have that struggle anymore. Our ownership is is fully committed to it. Uh, I am Israel is, and um, everybody's kind of getting in line with it, and it's and it's expanding because of that. Yeah, I love it. So I guess talk real quick just about some of the gains that you have seen. Now we did talk about you're willing to invest in kids in they with if they don't retain if you're not able to retain them, but. Uh, I just learned uh, yesterday. My, I feel like Greg, we're doing like some media tour. That's right. Because <laughs> we right. were just on the radio yesterday, um, talking about this and the award that you guys are going to win. We'll cover that in a second. But um, talk about some of the gains you've had, even even when we don't rec- retain them. That was that was how we phrased the previous question. But you've had a lot of good success retaining them. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, but, I think it's eight of or seven of the first eight that I gave you. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's six, um, but those, the, even the two that we lost are still in the trade. So that goes back to your original question. The, yeah. the trade is still gaining from this program, but we've held on to six of them. And, um, you know, we spoke about this yesterday on the radio too. We are an electrical subcontractor, right? But we are, we have a lot of other departments within the, um, within our company you know for example israel's recruiting my education and training we've got a great uh hr staff because we're you know constantly uh hiring people we've got uh accounting and all this so we've been able and, and a big it department you know it takes a lot of computers to get a company going like this and a lot of technology so we've been able to thanks to you recruit students uh to work in our it department we've uh got some that's worked in our welding fabrication shop of course, we've got a lot of electricians. We have one here, um, or we have one here doing, um, you know, in the training, helping me out with some of the curriculum that we're mm-hmm. developing. So it's, yeah. it's been a win all across the company, not just for field workers. Absolutely. And yeah. and for those who are who are joining us or watching this after the fact, I just put a link in in the comments to a video that features a specific talking about some of the obstacles that they've they've been able to to overcome. I've got a question about the onboarding process. Um, I know when you're in in the trades, you know, you're not just working with high schools, you're working with the colleges, the techs, the university, you know, whatever it may be, the local workforce agencies. Um, but myself, you know, in education, how can we prepare ourselves to make sure that the onboarding process, the connection piece with with our local industry is is seamless? I mean, what, what are some things that you've seen that are successful? How do you work with your districts? How do you make sure that every application is reviewed the right way and, and you know, stuff like that? So um, Israel or Greg, whoever would like to speak on that, I'd love to hear about the onboarding. Want me to take it, Israel? 
Well, it doesn't matter, Greg. Go ahead. Well, the, the onboarding, I, I can tell you that here, we have a very robust um, team that, um, you know, once we spot an applicant in our uh, application um, board, we, you know, we, we got, it's like uh, all hands on deck. We're reviewing those applications immediately when they rolled in. And uh, right now we have been extremely lucky that we probably get 30, 40 new applicants daily uh, for various jobs or postings that we have. But in terms of the onboarding, you know, to your question, you know, obviously what we look for is a well-rounded applicant, not necessarily sometimes, you know, a well-rounded skilled person. Sometimes, you know, like high school kids, they don't have that experience. But if we have a very clean, crisp, you know, resume or an application with some of the ingredients that we look for, you know, the work ethic, the soft skills, you know, a lot of times we don't necessarily, you know, on the high school level student, we look for that strong electrical background because they don't have it. But if those students that are currently in high school have had anything related in the electrical field, or well, sometimes depending on what job postings we have, if they have a connection that is clearly stated in the application or resume, those are the key components that we look for. And then once we get those applications or applicants, you know, we, like I said, you know, our team, you know, immediately takes a look at those applications. And if, you know, the candidate brings what we're looking for, you know, right now, everything that we do is online. So we sometimes don't even need to see the person, you know, we can do a lot of the hiring, you know, kind of virtual on the phone or online. Yeah. Because we do have the majority of our employees that are from all over the country. So, you know, the onboarding now has become very uh, sophisticated that yeah. we can do the uh, job offers via, you know, on the phone or online. We can, you know, send them to their email. The drug screen order form is via email. We get the uh, background check online. So, like I said, you know, it's very robust. So what we need is for those students to come well-prepared, even with the soft skills, not so much with the um, the trade or the skill in the electrical area. And I, to follow that up too, um, you know, the AMP program that we do, our high school internship and our partnership that we have with Jason and some other uh, high schools, they're taking care of a lot of that um, that vetting process for us. And that's what we love about it. Jason, what was the numbers last year that you, the initial applications that you had for the program? Uh, I was like 87 yeah. interest, uh, expressed interest. Yeah. And that mm -hmm. was just from one school. And then we, uh, we, we partnered up with, I think three to four other schools for this local area, not to mention what we did in Statesboro as well. But Jason got his numbers down to about 10 or 12 very, you know, good applicants for us. So uh, the work-based learning program vetted those students down for us. And then we did an interview process and then we brought them in to help them with the onboarding stuff. Had a parent night, as a matter of fact, to do it. Yeah. 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 And, and one thing real quick I'll say is, Mike, you'll appreciate this. Um, this is this is Mike's surprise. Mike doesn't know anything about this. Okay, so everybody look at Mike's face. Um, <laughs> uh, we are actually going in, and Greg, you can talk a little bit about this, about uh, we are, are going to pilot a pretty unique program uh, with U-Science. 
to enhance the connection that we already have, uh, where where you guys are going to begin giving some use science assessments to your existing employees and identifying markers of students who exist who, who, uh, of employees who already do a good job for you, and right. we're going to create a profile right and say. People with these traits tend to do well in this field. People with these traits don't tend to do well in this field. So now I can I can begin to have a more nuanced approach to recruiting and not only recruit kids from certain trades and, and, and pathways, but also recruit kids who have the markers of being proven successful in certain fields. And it can vary from field to field like that is awesome. So a huge shout out to you, Science, for that and a huge shout out to Ace for saying, yeah, let's do it like like anything that can make this a more crisp. So. Um, what was y'all's reaction to to that idea, Greg? I remember over lunch that really delicious burger that we had. Oh yeah, we <laughs> we lit up <laughs> on that because we do spend a lot of time, effort, uh, money as well recruiting, and we go to a lot of school job fairs and stuff like that. And a lot of times, the ones that we see, you know, we're down to a probably a small percentage of those students that actually are interested in the field. They've just been told to go to a career fair. So we think that this is going to, you know get them right in the scope where we want them to be and you're going to, you know, we're going to use that data. So we're, we're like super pumped about that, that we can narrow in on the students that already have the aptitude test that indicates that they're ready for this or even yeah. interested in it. And then yeah. we can just hone in on those students. And it's ubiquitous across Georgia because Georgia and Utah, right. where Mike's from, we're the only two states in the country who have a state contract with U-Science, right? right. Um, and so every student in Georgia has access to that. So it doesn't matter if you're doing it in Valdosta or in Statesboro or in Macon or in Atlanta or in Douglas County. It doesn't matter where you're doing it from. Right. You can go and say, tell the director, I want to see the kids' U-Science results. And you automatically have a pre-vetted based on skill and aptitude. So again, awesome. Mike. You know, you're going to get a question. What do you think? Well, <clears throat> I'm just sitting here blown away. I was actually just going through my head, just all the cool things that we've learned. Um, man, I mean, I'm seriously like actually speechless, especially about the youth science thing with the companies building that. So, I mean, I'm thinking if I'm building a brand new program from scratch and I'm watching this, um, this, this recording today, it's amazing just to think that the first thing we have to do is we have to get the owners involved without their support. It's going to fall apart. I think that right. that's something you guys established, which is great. The next thing that the, the, the school systems have to do is, is we have to understand that they don't have the experience, but it's our job to make sure that we present a well-rounded student. If we can do that, if we can get you just a well-rounded student that showcases that they may not have the experience, but look at the whole picture. Let's see what they've done, that that's the next most important thing. And then to think that you guys are also going to be partnering with U-Science and building a profile of what a successful employee looks like. So students have something to compare their aptitudes against. I'm just thinking to myself, man, this is like, this is amazing. So it kind of leads to what I was, I was wondering about, but I think I know why, but you guys have received a national award and I'm starting to see why you guys have received the national award. Can you guys tell me more about this for those who didn't know about that, um, what the award was and, and, and what that means to you? Uh, so Jason actually nominated us for this, uh, which is it's really a cool concept, too, because, you know, going back to our introductions, I actually used to be a part of um, ACTI is what it's called. Jason, the acronym stands for Association for right. Career and Technical Education. Right. So, mm -hmm. uh, of course, we've had our own Georgia region and I would attend that every summer as part of my, um, you know, extended day contract and. 
Uh, that's where you would go and get a whole lot of new ideas for your classroom and see what other people are doing to share those ideas. And so I was part of that on the on the teacher side, and now I'm getting to be a part of it on the you know from the industry side. So Jason nominated us for this and uh, shared our program and what we're doing with them, and lo and behold, we won. All right, so yeah, yeah, uh, let's trip cool. out the Phoenix uh, in a couple of weeks after Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, so we're we're super excited about that. Um, there was another award, Jason, that we won in um, over there in Jekyll that year. Yeah, uh, so I nominated them. They were Georgia's uh, work best learning partner of the year. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so that way, and then they got to to go there. So again, it's just something that uh, when when this partnership, something like this is done correctly, again, do, let's just count the number of people who who are who are sitting at the table getting fat and sassy. Right. You've got these the students are having exposure to industry employment in something that they really wouldn't be able to get any other ways. Okay. You've got a company who is getting access to talent at, a, at an early level, identifying talent on a molecular level. Now we're bringing in the youth science data, right? Um, they're able to retain those students and, and, and gain a pretty substantial advantage over their competitors in their industry. Okay. If they retain them, but that's not their goal. They're willing to invest in students, even if they don't stay here, because it makes the industry better, which again, that, that whole rising tide floats all ships, right? Uh, local economy is, is, is sitting down the table, eating as well, as well as your post-secondary schools, Department of Labor. I mean, so so when you think about this, the ripples of a partnership like this, um, they're very, they're like they're very, very, very far reaching. And, and that's something I'm proud of. And, and, it, and you mentioned if, if anybody hadn't heard of it, if they haven't heard of it, they have, they're not following me because I'm talking about it everywhere we go because it's it's really cool to think that little old Valdosta, Georgia is is going to be out in Phoenix getting a national award for something that we did, not for recognition. We did it because Ace came to us and said, we have a need. Can you help us fix it? We yeah. said, yeah, we can help you fix it. We looped in post-secondary school to give us the post-secondary credentialing for the registered apprenticeship with the Department of Labor. So all four people are sitting down and 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 they're all they're all their organizations are growing, but the most important part we haven't talked about, and that's the students are going to like and, and I won't say his name just because we're live and public, but a young man who's now 21 years old uh went through this program. He was a part of one of our first cohorts, he was retained long term. Right as he turned 21, he got his journeyman. Okay. Um, and he's a two, three year head start on anybody else who waited to start until they graduated. He's now working with Ace full time, and I, I'm not sure, but I mean, I'm about to have a terminal degree, and the young man's making about as much money as I'm making, and he's 20 <laughs> years old, and he's got a company truck. You know, I'm like, where did I go wrong in life? So, um, that's, but that story is not rare. It's it, it happens, and it's happening. You had multiple students who I think he may be our best success story, but we've we've got one, the welder who who just finished last year, who you think is going to be just as successful. And you've got a student who's interning with you right now or printing with you right now. Can't say his name for FERPA reasons, but he, you're like, everybody loves him. Like he's going to be the next, the next one. So every year we find one student, uh, two students. And I think it's just cool. Students. Jason, I, I think it'd be a good time for uh, Israel to talk about it because the importance of this, and we, we still struggle with some of our, um, I'd say older generation of management <laughs> being yeah, nice way yeah. to say it. It's like, why do we spend so much time in the high school? And Israel is always out on the front line recruiting 
You know, they want this seasoned, you know, ready to go electrician with all this experience. Mm -hmm. But Israel, speak on that on how hard those are to find and why we need to be in the high schools. Yeah, take us to the finish line, Israel. Yes. So, you know, th this is the thing that I see across, you know, everywhere. And and we hear this, you know, the, the workforce is not there. And one of the things that we run into is um, the, the the interest in, in coming into this kind of uh, trades is kind of fading away a little bit. So this is where we need the partnerships, you know, from the schools. But, um, you know, finding that well-rounded electrician um, it's been it's a little hard to find. So the that image of that electrician for you know five ten years ago is fading away a little bit. And what we see now is uh, it's a change in the culture. And what we see now in just about across in every industry is the Hispanic or Latino workforce. You know is coming and is rising very strong. So, you know, getting to those high school students is very important. The skills that they learn at high school is very important. And we cannot lose sight of that not everyone will end up at a college or university or even a technical college. So this is so important now. And with us and the youth science, you know, concept, I think that's going to help to maybe help those students, you know, kind of see, visualize, or imagine that, hey, you know, there is something for me because yeah. we will need them. We need them now right. because, like I said, the, 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 the new change is here already. We already know what is the workforce, the driving, and the building America. And we cannot lose sight of that high school student that is sitting in the classroom. Well said, Mike, anything else? No, I was just, I just want to echo one of the comments that was made by Helen Morse. She's the CT coordinator in Washington County School District. And she just said, this is great. Using the youth science connection to nature and valuable ties between students and industry. And she screams it in the, in yeah. the comments. And I would like to echo um, Helen's, you know, statement. I just think you guys, this is worth, this is worth more people knowing about. You guys have given us a template that we should be following if we want to do things the right way. Um, I just, I just can't say enough about you guys. And, you know, in the words of the late, uh, what was it? Stuart Scott, he said, you know, when you two are as cool as the other side of the pillow, you guys are just over here, just chilling, just all relaxed and calm and like, yeah, we got this. And, um, here you guys are out there just making things happen, changing lives. And I just think to myself, you guys are a great example to, to myself and to others across the nation. So thank you. Thank y'all for having us. Welcome. Yeah, thank you guys. And I'm sure that, you know, once this pilot is, once we've got some some actualized data from that, maybe we can have another episode. I know there'll be some presentations that I'm going to put on in the future. Um, and uh, so, yeah, awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. Y'all have a great afternoon. Um, everybody out there, thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, come, put them in the comments. Uh, you can email myself or Mike or any way you want to get a hold of us. We'd love to help answer that. Uh, everybody have a great, happy Thanksgiving break. And thank y'all for joining us. Thank you, guys. Hey, thank you. Hey, thank you all. We'll, we'll see you guys. All right, bye-bye.